Hi, and welcome to the Virtuosity Project podcast. My name's Lisa Hetherington, and I'll be chatting to you each week about all things CrossFit, motivation, life, a little bit behind the doors of a CrossFit affiliate, and anything else that we think might provide you with some education, uh, give you a little bit of entertainment and some inspiration along the way. So thanks for listening. If you do enjoy what you hear, please feel free to give us a review on iTunes through the Apple Podcast app. Uh, That would help us out a great deal. Leave us a review, give us a rating. We would really love that. And please share this with your friends. All right, let's get to today's episode. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Virtuosity Project. Um, It's been awesome coming to you each week. Thank you to everyone that has given us a review, um, sent an email, commented on Instagram or sent some messages. We've had some really good feedback and love hearing it from all of you guys. So I hope you're still getting plenty of value out of the show and what we're trying to, uh, what information I'm trying to bring to you. Um, this is episode 10, so it's quite a decent landmark for us. Um, <coughs> here, a little side project I started. So a little check-in to see how your week's been. How have you felt this week? Have you felt on track towards your goals? Felt a bit stressed or a bit rushed or a bit out of sorts? And if so, how are you going to go about writing the ship for next week? Because every day is a new chance to start again. We don't have to get in that mindset of all or nothing that, um, you know, if I've blown today, well, I've blown it all. That's not actually the case. And it's about showing yourself some compassion and some kindness um, and letting yourself move through whatever it is that you need to move through to get to that next level. Um, I've had a pretty solid week, pretty busy week. Uh, I went uh, last night to the Sunshine Coast to the University of Southern Queensland, uh, University of Sunshine Coast, sorry, Um, getting my universities mixed up, to hear Dr Libby Weaver speak. Uh, now, I'm a particular fan of Dr. Libby's work. Uh, a lot of her work centres around um, women's wellness, but it's also applicable to men as well. But talking about um, how our hormones and our our um, chemical responses in the body can affect how we're feeling and how we can impact on that, whether that be through nutrition, rest, um, restorative practices, and last night's was particularly interesting. Each year she tours at this time and does a talk. Um, the what this week because she releases a book at this time every year. So the book she's released this year is called The Invisible Load. It's a guide to overcoming stress and overwhelm. Something I can certainly identify with. And she does a two-hour seminar, basically talking through the main principles of the book and and giving people some insight on how to recognize situations they might be in and also some tips on how to get around that and I know um, I took a great deal from myself Um, I took a great deal out of it myself last night in identifying uh, particular behaviors particular patterns that um, are contributing to my um, ongoing feeling of being uh, stressed and, and under pressure and you know looking at adrenal fatigue which I know I've definitely and am definitely, um, I wouldn't say suffering is the wrong word, but um, trying to manage and come out the other side of. And I've had that for 
uh, considerable time now, but I think uh, some of the a lot of the information in her talk last night was very relevant to me. Um, some of it was was very pro- profoundly impactful. I found, and even in talking to to Dr. Libby for a couple of moments afterwards, uh, when I was with my good friend Nettie and she had a photo and I had a photo, and uh, Nettie's done a little bit with Dr. Libby, gone to a few weekend workshops. She knew her quite well, but you know that she'd recognise me from being there before, and she had some quite words to say when I was um, a little bit, I guess. Um, oh, flat, I would say, when I said, yeah, I'm here again, still the same as I was last time, um, for want of a better term. But, you know, she showed such genuine um, compassionate kindness in in some words she said to me at that time, which are, you know, very helpful in, in helping me take that forward. And there's definitely some tools in the book that I can use to help me uh, reduce my stress levels or reduce my perception of stress but also some practical steps to get my um, uh, hormones back in check, you know, reduce my cortisol, get my adrenaline levels back under, get my thyroid functioning, all of those good things, um, which are, you know, going to help with uh, all sorts of things, uh, including my mobility, ability to move well, ability to drop weight, um, because if you're uh, hormones are out of whack and you're, you're burning cortisol and you're storing all these hormones, you know, it makes it nearly, and your metabolism shuts down, makes it nearly impossible to drop weight. So all of these sort of things I'm looking at to improve my own wellness and, and make me a generally better uh, person all around. So that was pretty good for me last night. Enjoyed that a lot. But anyway, enough of me. Um, on to this week's episode. And this uh, topic today comes from a I want to say viewer, but I know you guys aren't watching me because that would be weird if you're peering through the windows now in my office. Um, but from a listener question, so Sam mentioned in class the other day that we were talking, she was trying to find uh, podcasts or content on um, positive mental attitudes. And we, we started talking about that. And I've been rolling around with the concept about the fact that um, there's a big difference between thinking positively and having a positive mindset. Um, and because quite often when, when things aren't going well or something's not going someone's way, the, the go-to piece of advice for people around the world, people around them is, oh, you know, just, just think positively about it. Well, that's okay to think positively about it. But as, um, you will have heard in some of my earlier podcasts, the only way we achieve tangible and real change in any situation is to act upon it. Um, thinking positively, if I was to say, okay, I want to beat Usain Bolt in the 100 metres and I'm going to sit here and think positively about it, fairly confident that nothing's going to happen uh, at all. I would need some tangible actions to go with that. However, on the flip side, having a positive mindset enables us to develop a little more resilience to dealing with challenges and helps us keep perspective. And it kind of ties in nicely to uh, the talk I went to last night from Dr. Libby is about managing our, our stress and our, or, you know, our perceptions of stress because our bodies are still prehistoric beings. We have really not evolved very quickly and we don't evolve quickly. That's just the way that it goes. Um, so that when we're stressed and our adrenal, uh, adrenaline spikes, 
to our body, that means there's either we're at imminent risk of death, there's no food, there's horrible things happening, we're scared and frightened. So it starts to shut down body systems so it can keep our critical systems going to keep us alive. Our body will do whatever it can to keep us alive. So it, our bodies can't differentiate the difference that you are stressed and unsettled because your boss yelled at you this morning or you had too many cups of coffee versus you're being chased by a lion. All your body knows is something bad is happening. Now, in reality, the whilst, you know, we don't enjoy being yelled at by our bosses or other things that can happen to us in daily life, uh, it's not terminal. It's not, you know, it will, it will pass. Um, I was listening to the Helpers podcast with the wonderful Tammy Roche this week, and she was talking about resilience as well. So some of this might uh, sound like um, if you've listened to her podcast, which I encourage you to do, there's some amazing gold in her podcast, uh, particularly the last few episodes about, you know, uh, finding your purpose and 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 resilience um, is about um, having that that perspective that it's it's not going to kill us, it will pass. Anything bad that happens is going to pass at some point. Even, you know, pain, grief, loss, all of those things, and not to diminish them because they're terribly brutal and, and difficult things to go through, but over time they do ease and it does pass. Um, and it's not as intense or, or as, as acute as it, as it was at, at that first instance. And you go through different stages with that sort of stuff. Um, but I found through generally trying to have a positive mindset helps you frame things in a way that you can actually get a better outcome for yourself. So rather than thinking positively, which I liken to kind of sitting and wishing for something to happen, a positive mindset gives us a dose of reality. So we, we look at things for how they are, but then we look for the opportunities in that. So in a training context, if I was to think positively, it means that I'm standing behind my barbell going, yes, I'm, I'm thinking positively, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lift this 150 kilo deadlift, no problem. I can think positively on that all I want, but if I haven't trained, that's not moving that barbell because I've yet to learn the skills of levitation. Could be handy sometimes though, I must admit, uh, particularly when that barbell is stuck to the ground with those little magnets holding it down. Um but if I have a positive mindset, I know that I can look at my workout on any given day and I can frame it in a way that's going to set me up for success. So rather than sitting and just saying, oh, well, I wasn't as fast as, as Tom or I didn't um, lift what I normally do or I didn't do the movement the way that I wanted to or I couldn't increase my weight on the previous week, it's framing it in what was my effort like. So I gave my best effort today and I'm really happy with the way I worked versus oh, I wasn't as good as last week. And last week in, in the podcast, we did talk about your 100%, so how that varies from time to time. So if we can go, okay, well, what's in front of me? Where am I at? Where, where it's at? And I can approach it differently. The same as, you know, the business of, of running a CrossFit gym. Um, I can think positively that I'm going to grow my business and, and have happy members, but unless I do something tangible, that's not going to happen. But having a positive mindset is also around uh, that there will be ebbs and flows, but what, what opportunities can I find in those ebbs and flows? 
um, having an abundance mindset and and knowing that it doesn't matter if other gyms open up, you know, close to me, there's enough people for everybody given we all have different demographics. It's not about we're all fighting over the same 10 people. It's it's a, it's really helps you see the potential and you immediately aren't stressed, you immediately aren't anxious about it, but you see the opportunities go, well, there's, you know, 300,000, 400,000 people in this area. Okay. I only want X amount of them. Okay, that's plenty of opportunity for me to meet the right people to come through my door and that and that's absolutely the approach I've taken for a few years now. Uh, rather than, you know, dwelling on what you don't have. And I think a positive mindset, it takes a little bit longer to develop. It's a little bit harder and it takes a little bit more self-work because you've got to realise when you tend to skew to the negative and also... Uh, like Dr. Libby was talking about last night, about being able to be aware and proactive about the thoughts that throw, flow through our brain and the fact that that little voice in our head, that's not our us, that's, you know, and people will say, but it has to be my voice because, you know, I'm thinking those thoughts. But if you're thinking the thoughts, then who's answering the thoughts? So that was an interesting concept out of last night. It was kind of a little bit head spinning to sit and ruminate on that a bit. But we tell ourselves a million stories a day just for one day, just try and, and don't do anything with it necessarily, but just actively latch onto the thoughts that roll through your head and see what they're telling you. And when you actually pay attention, it's quite fascinating the way that you'll, something will happen and then your brain will hypothesize and, and extrapolate out all the scenarios as if they've already happened. So you then are in a state of stress and, and worry about uh, the ramifications of something that, A, hasn't happened or you're surmising what someone else is thinking or feeling or doing or, or going to react, whereas a healthier way to manage that. And so you're burning a lot of energy and, and you're releasing all those hormones that you don't know that you're releasing, which are having a detrimental impact on your um, body the more that they're released. But in reality... Um, if you control that thought and go, no, I actually just, what's happening right now in front of me? Like what, what is actually happening? Not what might, what is. And when you can flip it and look at things from a different perspective, it actually opens you up to opportunities to have a better experience. So if I think that the experience, the ex example, if I can get my words out today, that Dr. Libby gave, uh, last night was, you know, you see a friend going through the shops, they got their head down, they're rushing through, filling their trolley and they walk past you, don't even see you. So if we let our thoughts run rampant, it's like, well, you know, oh, Sam didn't speak to me, have I offended her? Oh, maybe she doesn't, you know, want to be around me anymore, maybe we're not friends, maybe I did something and you spend all this time getting stressed about it and then next time you see them, you've overlaid that onto the situation, there's tension that they might not even know why there's tension. The flip side of that is being aware of those thoughts and go, oh, Sam looked really stressed. She looked really busy. I'll send a text to her later to check in and see how she is. Now, at that point, maybe if, if I had done something that I wasn't aware of, they would tell me and we could clean it up and move, move past it. But otherwise, they would feel better for appreciating that someone had checked in on them. 
And it's not about us at all. Our brain loves to make things about us and it's not about us. Their story is their story. They were simply in a hurry to get their shopping done and get to work, school, uni, kids, whatever, and they just didn't even look up. I know myself, I can walk through the shops and not see a soul. And it's head down, bum up, get what I've got to get and get out. Now that someone could see that and think that I've ignored them, it's like, well, pump the brakes. Like I just was looking straight ahead and just thinking only about what I had to get so I didn't forget it. But you see how we flick that around and we make the story about us and that story in the brain has us wrapped up in spinning circles and down this big rabbit hole which takes a lot of time and energy. So if we can try and um, develop that more positive mindset because our brain will skew towards the negative, that's just how we're wired, um, and it does take work to become aware of your thought processes and aware of your tendencies and then work to try and um, counteract those. So I'm not going to say overcome because you'll always have your thoughts um, and they'll always be what they'll be, but it's recognising that they aren't necessarily the truth. Um, they aren't based in any sort of fact a lot of the time. Um but where, what comes out in those thoughts are our deepest fears and our insecurities and that, you know, we, we want to be considered, we want people to think that we're good people. We want people to think that we're nice and we're awesome or we're friendly and if someone thinks that we are something other than that, then that hurts us a bit and we feel offended and we don't want that. And But we can't control what other people think and that was a, a lesson I've had a lot recently where, you know, um, and... It was even said to me when I launched this podcast, if you, you know, what other people think of you is none of your business because that's part of their stories that they're telling themselves and whether they're acting on them or not. So just sitting and thinking positively whilst it may be a temporary fix and make you feel better in the moment and may give you that spurt of motivation, we really want to develop that, that more solid positive mindset where we can look at any situation and evaluate it on its merits and look for the opportunities because that's where the wins are. And even though our results in training, work, life, um, anything might not be where we want them to be at that exact time, but if we look at the um, at the situation and we can find an opportunity that we can either learn, grow, or move with, then that that's a win. That's still a win. It you know you might consider that a small win, but it's still a win. And that, that's what fuels us and keeps us going then rather than getting stuck and going, oh, well, I thought positively about lifting that weight and I just can't do it. So I don't know what to do, so I'm not going to do it anymore. Um, I know a big lesson for myself has been the last couple of weeks in, in playing golf and getting back into championship golf and I've been very conscious about keeping myself in the present, um, which I was never very good at. Um, I was kind of the person that used to par the first two holes and think, oh, I'm going to have a par round today and projecting that far forward in the future and next thing, you know, it all falls apart at your feet. But keeping myself in the present, not letting myself get, um, you know, angry or too down on myself for um, whatever it was I was, you know, trying to do um, or if it wasn't working out the way I wanted to. And having that mindset of looking for opportunities and recognising well, okay, yes, you've made mistakes on the course and, you know, your score's not where you want it, but everyone's going to make mistakes. This is a four-week tournament. 
every single person is going to have bad holes. And all it matters is it's accumulation, accumulated um, work of those four weeks, good, bad, and indifferent. And that's kind of stopped me getting too hung up on, you know, one individual bad hole, looking at it in a slightly bigger picture perspective, but also looking for opportunities that I can improve on that. So recognising, well, you know, thinking back on a hole that I didn't play so well, yeah, you did get a bit ahead of yourself. You were thinking about three holes ahead. You weren't in that present moment and really trying to consciously bring myself back. Now, that takes a lot of work and, you know, it's it's tiring work to try and, and to keep that rain on yourself, but it can be quite powerful once you become aware of what you do and how you're doing it and you can actually infect some positive change rather than me sitting ready to play the next hole, seething with anger about the previous hole that I just bollocked up and having to, nope, that's it, I'm going to think positively, this is going to be a good hole. Well, this is going to be a good hole, as I've learnt from many years of playing, does not result in that being a good hole usually. And it usually results in me getting more wound up and more fired up. However, focusing on that shot, letting go of the other shots that I'd hit previously, focusing on the ball on the tee, bringing my breathing back into check so I can bring down my heart rate, bring down my little uh, red meter, I guess, of, of how pissed off I might be at that moment and bringing everything back to focus just on that golf ball and that one golf swing. Um, and I'm not perfect at it. This is my aspirational um, goal is to be at that point, but I'm certainly a lot better than what I used to be, and I'm a lot better for having done that work and uh, and making that effort. And nobody knows what you're doing. Like it's all in my head and I'm having these little conversations with myself, but I'm mindful of the language I use. And when I'm having this conversation with myself, I've actually started not so much muttering under my breath, but, you know, making the words a little more audible so it's not just another voice in my head, um, of which there are many competing for space some days. Um <laughs> But it's having that conversation going, okay, cool, we, we didn't do that very well. How will we make this better? What do we need to do to move forward now? You know, we need to make sure that you settle yourself down, have a nice relaxed swing that you complete your swing, you accelerate through and you're focused on the target. And they're just four or five simple things that I can do on every single shot. Um, but again, it takes this one. It'd be easy to storm up on the on the tee, slam the ball in the ground, grab the club out and go whack and go, okay, back in the shit. Um, and I've done that many, many times. So I'm working on developing that uh, you know, positive mindset framework around it. I'm working on that in in my business as an affiliate owner. I'm also working on it with my athletes as a coach and helping them see the opportunities and wins in each of their daily performances. Quite often people will feel flat after a class and it's only when you sit and talk to them and, you you know, it's our job as coach to because we, we get that one degree of separation, we get to step back and look at the bigger view. We're not, we're not mired in that performance. We can actually give them that feedback on, well, this is where I saw you improve today and that's a pretty valuable game versus the numbers on the board. Uh, so in thinking about this, I've, I've, I've kind of thought about it all week now after talking, it came up in class. 
about this concept of having that uh, thinking positively is very different to having that positive mindset. And I think a positive mindset is something that we should be aspiring to get to. I know I've got a lot of friends and, and listeners of the show who are long-distance runners, you know, triathletes, um, in all those endurance sports boxes, and they will speak to the fact that you can't, in, a, in an event, you know, if there's very few events that go for nine seconds like the 100 metres, clearly the 100 metre sprint. Most events are a longer duration, particularly for us recreational athletes. Um, things change in an event. Uh, you've got a lot of time to make decisions and think about it. Like imagine a four-hour marathon run. It's even the world record in, you know, um, almost two hours. It's There's a lot of time you're out there thinking in that if you frame it and look for your opportunities and recognise where your thought patterns are going, you can have much, much more positive outcomes than if you just react. So that's been one of my big lessons over the last few years is learning how to respond to things rather than react. Uh, old Lisa would just react and sometimes this Lisa sometimes just reacts, but it's never usually a good outcome. Whereas if we can take a second, draw a breath and just focus and respond, we can normally have a more positive outcome, whether that's in an interaction, uh, whether that stops us saying something we might regret later or firing off that angry email or looking at things and, and missing half the story and just, you know, reacting based on, on a half story and maybe, you know, that's going to lead to people being offended or have their feelings hurt. In a long race, if you are thinking with a positive mindset, you have your race structure set up in your head. You know the possible obstacles that are going to come up. So when they do come up, which they invariably will, maybe not all of them, but they will, um, you already have some strategies in hand to deal with it. You're not just going to go relying on thinking positively to make it better and push through. You actually have some tangible strategies that are going to give you some actions which are going to rectify the problem. You know, whether that means you need to adjust your pace or you need to grab extra water, whether you need to adjust the uh, amount of lifts in a barbell um, jump if you're doing, for example, a powerlifting competition, um, whether, you know, like me, you're playing golf and you just need to adjust that swing or a game of netball and you need to adjust defensive strategies because the opponent have changed their attacking strategies. Uh, there's a million ways that you can have your focus set and not just rely on, oh, well, this happened. I don't want it to happen anymore, so I'm going to think it to not happen, which is kind of what thinking positively is, isn't it? It's I'm thinking that that doesn't happen, but it's it's happened. It's already there, so you've got to choose how you deal with it and move on and are also prepared to deal with other obstacles and other hiccups that come along your way. Um and I found that uh, particularly useful when I when I get it right, it's great. When I don't get it right, which is often, hands up here, I am no uh, guardian saint of the, you know, positive mindset. I've been guilty as much of anyone of, you know, letting my brain always drift to the it's too hard, there's too much, I can't cope um, sort of strategies or, or just, you know, throw your hands in the air. Um, and they're just thinking positively and wishing it to happen. Um, 
but it takes a lot of work and you've got to do a lot of work on your internals to understand uh, who you are and what's going to make you stand up when it counts. So when it really counts, are you going to stand up or do you just sit by the sideline and wish that it was different rather than actually taking action to make it different? And that comes down to, you know, owning your outcomes and, and taking that action and, and owning it, um, owning your shit, as we talked about in a previous episode, and really making it something that you have control of. So that's the big difference as I seen between just thinking positively but more importantly having a positive mindset which I think is gives us a better structure to look for opportunities and move forward because all we want to do as humans and all we should be aspiring to is to learn and to grow and to be the best we can be in any given moment and whatever that best is is what it is and if it's not where we want it to be then take a breath reset and make it better in the next moment because we've got the control in our hands that we can do that. And there are certain situations in life that that might seem very challenging, particularly when dealing with loss and grief and it feels like things are out of your control. But there are always things that you can control and there are always, um, particularly with your own mind and, and having your mindset and what you choose to focus on. Ultimately, that's our choice. And we need, still need to allow ourselves to feel those powerful feelings, but we can choose whether we sit in that and we, you know, sink lower in that or whether we actually choose not to let that define us and we choose to look for opportunities to grow and move forward. So that's my little ramblings for this week. I'll be back next week with a whole other episode. If you do have any topics that you'd like to hear about, you can email me at thevirtuosityproject at gmail.com or DM uh, me on Instagram at either uh, CF4504CoachLisa or at The Virtuosity Project, which are all on Instagram. Would love to hear any of your topics uh, or suggestions or feedback. As always, if you do listen on the Apple platform, we'd love for you to take two seconds and give us a review. That really means a lot. And I thank everyone who has taken the time to write a few kind words and give some five-star reviews. That's amazing. So have a good week. Remember, you do you. Try and this week, just for a little challenge, be aware of your thoughts and see how you can change them to give yourself a more positive framework and a more positive uh, mindset rather than just wishing for something to be different. Go out there and make it different. Have a great week, team. Hey, team, Lisa here. Thanks so much for listening to The Virtuosity Project. It really means a lot to me that you guys give me half an hour of your ears each week. If you like what you hear, please feel free to jump across to Apple Podcasts. Give us a rating and a review. Um, That helps to get us showing on their content database and also appreciate um, your feedback and and thank you for those who've taken the time to email me or let me know how you've gone with the little weekly challenges I throw out or any ideas for guests or topics that would be great we are trying to organize some guests so um, thanks for listening hope you have a great week I look forward to talking to you next week